Christmas. This is the Patriots Training Camp Cast. Oh, yeah! The Patriots Training Camp Cast is your source for all the news from Patriots Training Camp. Well, I do still watch the news. Practice is over, but the writers of Patriots.com have you covered. What did I miss yesterday? Now, here to review today's practice, the writers of Patriots.com. Well, it was a hot one out there today. Uh, dialed back a little bit. No pads here today on, uh, what is it? What, we're losing track of days. Day right now. We're Wednesday. Day seven. Day seven. Day seven. It's starting to get into the dog days uh, of training camp, losing track of time. But this is Mike Dussault. Join. we got some special guests today, of course. Paul Perillo, Evan Lazar. And uh, one special guest today, offensive lineman has been working around here. He hasn't. Uh, turn your volume up. There you go. Um, Christian Taylor is joining us, someone who works here, but he's got some experience in the offensive line going to Georgia Southern as well as Benedict College. So, Christian, thank you for uh, joining us. We, we put him on watching the offensive and defensive line, so we want to get some input in terms of uh, you know what he's seeing uh, with his keen football eye. But first, let's talk a little bit about this practice, guys. It was uh, maybe not the most eventful one. Bill Belichick said we're you know, going to dial back, fix some things today. Seems like it might be setting the stage for tomorrow. Uh, yeah. but, but my Paul, favorite part of idea? that was, you know, we have to fix some things. Uh, what specifically? Everything. Everything. <laughs> um, and, and I would say that the way they went about the practice, it sort of showed that a little bit. I did think it was a, you know, a slower tempo, and I thought there was more instruction going on than what we typically see in a, a training camp practice. Um, I thought, you know, again, I wouldn't call it a walkthrough. I think it was a little bit faster paced than a walkthrough, but there were some moments, at least, where there were some plays I thought that went off a little bit smoother than uh, we've seen more consistently uh, in you know, in the recent past. But again, some disjointed periods uh, for the offense. I, I mean, I thought Kendrick Bourne picked up a few catches. I mean, it wasn't uh, anything earth-shattering, but it was nice to to maybe see him get involved a little bit. Evan, what else stuck out to you today? I, I think the main emphasis for today was a smoother operation overall offensively. I, I don't think they're going to get caught up, not that they ever really do, in the results of completions or big plays down the field or anything that actually uh, was a product of, of what they did out there today. But overall, I, I agree with Paul that a little bit smoother uh, offensively it seems like they were trying to get to their landmarks and their passing concepts and, and trying to basically work out some of those kinks it, it was a lot of mental stuff and, and correcting mistakes but the one thing I'll say that red last red zone period ramped up a little bit the competition and once again Matthew Judon off the left side Mac Wilson on an interior blitz more pressure uh, on Mac Jones to end Definitely. that red zone period uh, two straight dropbacks to end the practice for Mac one throwaway, one would-be sack for Mac Wilson. So still a lot to work out up front uh, that we saw yesterday and the day before in pads. Well, Mac Wilson, sure, that's a play that stood out to me. He blew it up. So, Christian, let's go to you. We saw a couple of days of pads. Uh, you got to look at some of the offensive line, and we know they're going through some transition. But, you know, just for you as a college offensive lineman, what, what stood out to you? Some of the guys, what, what, what you know, catches your eye as you're watching uh, some of these one-on-ones from the last couple of days? Well, one thing that I saw that did catch my attention was Justin Heron playing right tackle as a backup. I think he is a solid backup at right tackle. Um, he had some great blocks today, able to cut guys off, really, really athletic. Um, but I think they're still working on, you know, gelling, really. Um, I think they need some time to work together. It looks like Cole Strange may possibly still be trying to learn the playbook. He's asking a lot of questions when he's at the line of scrimmage. So I think they're just working on, you know, coercion, working together, understanding each other when they're in the scenario. Um, but I think, you know, by the end of camp, they'll be all right. 
Now, I mean, I got to bring up Trent Brown because, I mean, you're, you know, people can't see it. This is a podcast, but Christian's <laughs> a giant guy. I mean, he looks like he could strap him up right now and go out there and look right in place with, with the rest of the offensive line. But, you know, just for you, big guy, I mean, I know offensive tackles are generally all big, but, you know, just Trent Brown, what is your impression of him as, as an offensive tackle in the NFL and just the, the pure size that he has? Yeah, well, you love the size that Trent Brown has. He's massive, um, long, athletic. Um, he's moving over to left tackle again. That's, you know, somewhere where those quick guys are going to be defensive end. You're talking, you know, Miles Garrett, people like that. Um, I really liked him at right tackle. Um, I think his feet were fit for right tackle. Um, need to watch him a little bit more at left tackle. I don't know, you know, how I feel with him over there. I think he's struggled in a few aspects. You know, some of those reach blocks or on the outside zone that, you know, we talked about earlier. Struggled to get over there a little bit. Um, so, you know, maybe work on his feet a little bit. But I, I do like what I see from him in camp. Pass protection's awesome. He's got such size. You can't get around the guy. Once he's got his hands on you, I mean, he's really locked in. So, Well, one more for you. I mean, you mentioned that the zone, uh, you know, the outside zone, and that's been a running rep that they've done a number of times. I mean, it, it continued today. I thought a little bit more inside. But um, what can you just tell us a little bit of insight in terms of the outside zone kind of scheme, you know, going back to the Broncos in the day? But, you know, just to, from the offensive line's perspective, because I think yesterday Evan had, you know, some good points that it's it has to all work in conjunction and, and timing, and it, that takes time to wrap and to practice and to get on the same page. But, you know, just from your experience and what you've seen, what, what stands out to you about the, the – those outside zone kind of runs and, and that scheme that they seem to be really uh, heavily using? Well, outside zone is an amazing play. It's simple. It's basic. But when it gets down to the blocking scheme of it, I mean, those guys have to be able to read the defensive line. You know, if I have a three technique and he shoots inside, I have to understand that when I'm at right guard, I need to be able to work through that guy so I can get to the backer that I'm working to. And so, you know, it's a scheme that requires you to have really, really athletic offensive linemen, really quick offensive linemen. I don't necessarily know if we have the quick offensive line like that, but they're so skilled. They understand what they're doing and where they're at on the field. Um, that outside zone can come together really, really nicely, especially if you get the wide receivers on the outside who can maintain their blocks so you can get to the outside there. I mean, that's what it's for. You want to you get leverage on those guys. So. Yeah, we, we've talked about that on the show quite a bit, about the outside zone scheme. Trent, on Wenu, you know, some of these bigger guys that maybe are built more for man or gap blocking. And now they are transitioning to this outside zone scheme. And I'm with you. I'm interested to see how those bigger guys handle it because, you know, Cole Strange is drafted, is a great combine athlete, ran a lot of outside zone at Chattanooga. That, that's his bread and butter. That's why he's here is because of how athletic he is. But some of these other holdovers from what was really a downhill power type of scheme before – it's going to be interesting to see if those guys transition into it and, and who might be an odd man out there because of that. And it's probably more of a, a, a Patriots unfiltered topic, but the most athletic lineman they probably had was Shaq Mason, who played in a triple option and yeah. they decided that he was too expensive. Right, and now you have Michael Owenu, some questions about you know how his athleticism will hold up uh, if this is, in fact, a wholesale change. And, of course, there was, Bill Belichick was asked about it this morning and said, you know, we are going to be installing that other stuff. We've just been doing this first. We'll see how true that is. But I think tomorrow's setting up to be a big day. Today, a little bit here nor there. A uh, couple, uh, I think Terrence Mitchell got his hands on, I think, at least one interception. Um, so he did stand out again. But otherwise, you know, not, not a totally eventful day. No. But I think tomorrow is, is the big one. So we will be back tomorrow, Thursday, Friday night, in-stadium practice. Probably not that much going on. So I think if you're thinking tomorrow's about Tomorrow's the day. Yeah, tomorrow's the day. And It'll if you're thinking about that pants. Miami opener and the heat down there, it's supposed to be just as hot here. So I think it will be a good preparation for that game. Uh, in the opening week. So that'll do it for us for today on Wednesday. We'll catch you tomorrow on Thursday on the CampCast.
Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.